98FM. Good morning. It's Rebecca and Brendan here on The Big Breakfast. Uh, now, our next guest is a true Irish icon. She brought us the news in her cool and calm tone for years and is now on the hunt for a bachelor in Westmeath, of all places. Anne Doyle, we are honoured to have you on 98FM. How are you? I'm very well, thanks. And I'm delighted to be on 98FM with you. And God help me, maybe I was always in the hunt for a bachelor. I just missed realising that the capital of it all was Westmead. <laughs> yeah, so Anne, you were a judge at this weekend's Westmead Bachelor Festival. What made you want to get involved? Look, it's great fun. The idea is to revive, obviously, well, it's well revived now, it's a deal, the old festival, which was very popular in the 80s and 90s, and then it drifted. And... If somebody says to me, uh, we're going to go in search of Ireland's most eligible bachelor, and would you like to be a judge? Well, with a cat like Queen. <laughs> um, and Louis Walsh is a, a fellow judge. Have you spent much time in his company before uh, doing this? We hear he has some great stories to tell over lunch. Oh, wonderful. Well, I know Louis for a long time. Um, we are of a generation that would know each other for quite a long time. But sure, he has marvellous stories because, I mean, you name it in terms of judging anything. And and he is the supreme judge uh, and he has great stories and anecdotes. I have to say the whole thing has been, well, my experience of it thus far is that it has been incredibly entertaining. And the bachelors, uh, or potential with me bachelor, are are very, very impressive very talented, very handsome, very everything. I mean, I'm telling you, it's quite an event. Oh, good. And as a judge, and purely in professional terms, of course, what are you looking for in these men? What qualities? Well, leaving aside the fact that I would ideally like them to be drop-dead gorgeous, no, that is entirely untrue. <laughs> Nothing so frivolous would ever occur to me. And the idea is that they will best represent the modern man. The modern man being a, a complex creature, but somebody who is engaging, personable, talented, uh, has an interesting life, is interested in achieving more. And uh, they're great guys, actually. They're really out there. I, I labored under the illusion. I'm obviously a little out of touch. I labored under the illusion that they might be a little bit shy. Needn't have worried about that. Okay. Very, um, very impressive. Uh, a lot to offer. Selection, very difficult. That's why you need four judges, so the judges can kill each other on the <laughs> selection process. And are you a good matchmaker? Have you any success in setting people up? I'm absolutely dreadful. Oh, no. And, you know, I say dreadful deliberately because... It is not an area that I've had success. But let me say against myself, I have a terrible weakness for it. <laughs> I, I have attempted I have attempted to set up a number of arrangements, liaisons, and I'd have to say they are they either just, you know, disappeared in flames or worse, they came to a kind of a rather maybe sticky end. So I think I might be as well leaving that to the proper matchmakers. But I do find it a terrible temptation. You know you you see someone, you think, God, I know who'd suit him mm. down to the ground. Not always so. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you mentioned before that you were really excited to get your free travel pass. We're wondering, have you made much use of it? Have you been anywhere nice in Ireland? Uh, I have made use of it, and I'm hoping to make it if if summer returns to us, which yeah. you know we we at least do cherish the hope, we cherish the memory of June. 
Uh, I'm hoping to go to Kerry and I'm also hoping to go down to Galway because I've been reading about that that hotel down there, the Glenlough Abbey, and mm. they have part of um, an Orient Express train oh. kind of dinner in the Pullman restaurant. In fact, they intend to extend it and build the kitchen and all of that. Uh, and it's probably as close as I'm ever going to get to a trip on the Orient Express. Mm-hmm. I kind of cherish that fantasy, you know, when I retired. And then I looked up the price of a night on the Orient Express. Just one night, like, travelling yes. to Paris. And it was a king's ransom. So, <laughs> but now I have come to realise that I can have dinner in sort of on the Orient Express just by going to Galway. Lovely. I will, of course, get the free travel down. Absolutely. And you're bringing out a book of ghost stories. Why ghosts, we're wondering. I'm too superstitious to talk about it. Oh. Because it's a bit like a ghost to me. This is a new experience for me. And that ghost, that book, until I actually see its physical self, I kind of don't quite believe it's going to happen. But why not ghosts? Life is full of them. But maybe you'll talk to me about it when I actually have the corporeal book in my hand. And you have had an encounter with a ghost. Um, For anyone who doesn't know the story, can you tell us what happened? Asha, look, my life has been full of ghosts. But we had one living downstairs in the house, all right. But she left. What would you make of that? You move into a house where there's a ghost and she moves out. (laughs) Doesn't necessarily reflect very well on us. But to tell you the truth, maybe I was just as glad. She didn't bother us, but... It was nice that she was happy to go. A friendly ghost. Um, one of our favourite um, RTE news bloopers uh, was when uh, Angus McGreena was caught saying what while touching up his makeup. Um, oh, yeah, it was fabulous. I shouldn't say it was fabulous. It was you know fabulous. I mean. It was fabulous, Anne. Um, you always came across so cool, calm, and collected. Did you ever have a bit of a funny moment that we might have missed? I was caught doing the very same thing years before when social media wasn't a thing, etc. So it was just an awkward. Uh, it, it's it's a perfectly reasonable thing for somebody to do in between, you know, when you have um, uh, video running, etc. And I was lashing on the powder. <laughs> it's very similar to what Angus was doing. And the camera came back on me. Uh, it cut to me in the middle of the video. <laughs> by mistake. Um, so it was a little bit embarrassing. But you see, social media has changed everything, hasn't it? It really has. You can't get away with anything. No. You know, at that stage, it was kind of, oh, God, did you see what happened down there, silly cow? And that was the end of it, if you know what I mean. Whereas, I mean, Angus's incident, was, a, a, you know, became a total call celeb. Sure, he was yeah. on American television and all sorts. Yeah. And I thought he handled it fantastically. Oh, yeah, he definitely did. Um, he did. He just he carried it off with such an air. I mean, his sense of humour was there. He just... He, he made a fabulous event out of what is normally just an awkwardness. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mine was just an awkwardness, I'm sorry to say, but on a positive note, long forgotten. I think it was probably forgotten the next day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Anne, we met you at James Kavanagh's 30th a couple of years ago. You're an iconic duo, yourself and James. We're wondering why you think the gays adore you so much. (laughs) Um, I... I don't know. Um, <laughs> it's something that I haven't really fathomed. But um, but I've always enjoyed the company of gay people because, generally speaking, uh, time and circumstances have often indicated to them, as well as their own talents and personalities, that they're very out there people and they're fun people. Yes. And I, th- I, I think they have a soft... Sub- and, and, pitying spot for me 
because they see me lashing on the three inches of eyeliner and they think, <laughs> God help her, she tries. It's absolutely not pity, Anne. Um, do you know that your picture is hanging on the wall of the George? Don't tell me it's still there. It's still there, yeah. Yeah, it's still there. Oh, heavens. I mean, it couldn't be taken I, I down. I sort of assumed that I would have been consigned to the dust by now. Oh, that's great. I'd yeah. like to win and throw a few darts at it some night. <laughs> um, I know, but I mean, it was a wonderful thing. The first time, I, you know, I, I had heard about it and didn't really quite believe it, to be honest. And the first time I saw it, I was, I was really quite bowled over, actually. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's just a fabulous thing to, you know, to have done. Yeah. You know, I always, my mother always said I'd hang somewhere, but I'm so glad it's in the George. <laughs> um, and are we right in saying that yourself and James Kavna filmed a TV pilot a couple of years ago? Will we ever get to we see did? it? No, and you know something, well, what can I say? We had a great time. I think it worked very well. Mm. We felt it worked very well. The people who who made it felt it worked very well. Unfortunately, as it it was presented, I think, initially to RTE, and um, as they were thinking about it and thinking about it, along came COVID. Okay. And interestingly, um, the, the, the idea was that we would travel. That might have been a bit of a no-no, never mind COVID. Do you know what I mean? It might have been rather expensive. But we would find people who had huge interesting collections of some form of memorabilia. And we were way ahead of our time because we went to Dusseldorf and we went to visit the house of a collector of Barbies. Ah. Yeah. Very good. Have you any interest in seeing the new movie? I heard the terrifying figure for what the Barbie movie has grossed over the weekend. It was so mind-blowing that I can't remember it, but it was, you know... It was multiples of what they had anticipated. Will but there you... we had our own little Barbie. The lady had a huge collection of Barbies and of Ken's. Yeah. Will you be um, contributing to those ticket sales, Anne? Will you go and see Barbie? Uh, <laughs> my friend Dervila is going to see Barbie this week, mm. early this week, I think. Mm-hmm. She's going with the pal. They have got tickets already. And I, I await her uh, oh, comments, but I right. have seen Oppenheimer. I like to, uh, you're, <laughs> people kind of, you can tell a lot by someone if they want to see Oppenheimer or Barbie first. Yeah, I, th- I thought I'd slip that in, you know. Yeah. I thought you're going to take me much more seriously now. <laughs> yeah, she's been to see Oppenheimer. Of course I'm going to see Barbie. Yeah. God said you have to. <laughs> I hope James gets to see it too. He got quite crack out of the Barbies and Kens. Oh, but didn't, he looked as fabulous as them. He was even he more gorgeous than the creatures in all the cabinets. <laughs> but we had a great time in Dusseldorf. We went to all sorts of strange places and little bars where we had curious liqueurs at 11 in the morning well, no wonder I remember Chris better <laughs> brilliant um, and speaking of TV shows and and all of that we're wondering have you ever asked been asked to be a contestant on Dancing with the Stars I have I have indeed um, Larry Bass in his TV uh, asked me to do that a couple of times and I told him absolutely truthfully that I am one of the people with two left feet and not for all the tea in China would I contemplate such a thing. Um, but I, I enjoy the programme very much and I have to say, boy, was I so glad that I had the sense to realise I'd never be able to do it because in, in latter years particularly, 
people who come on that and really are beginners end up being incredible. I mean, they look, okay, I don't know about dancing, but, you know, from the point of view of a viewer, they look as fantastic as the professionals. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the standard is getting higher and higher. So thank God I kept my two left feet firmly at the other oh, side no. of the and I think it's as much a popularity contest as it is a dancing one, and you would win that hands down. No, I wouldn't. People would say, for God's sake, why didn't that other one stay at home or go down and have a drink at the George? And then be dead, right? <laughs> um, and Doyle, thank you so much uh, for chatting with us on it's 19 FM. It's an FM's absolute pleasure big to talk breakfast. to both of you. Uh, best of luck now at this weekend's Westmeath Bachelor Festival. Best of luck to all of them. We'll do our best.